Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to this edition of the Insane Things Podcast wrap up insane things that happened during the week that was. These are things we've never seen before. That'll have a tremendous impact on us or the world. Let's dive right in. Insane things number six. Supreme Court rulings. Yep, after Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden both agreed that forgiving student loan debt would be unconstitutional, they did it anyway. That's why the Supreme Court ruling cited them saying that very thing in denying their student loan plan. 26 million people won't be able to slough off their debt on people who are working instead of going to school. That's a win. An even bigger win is the official end on paper of the legality of affirmative action. Nobody put it better or simpler than Justice Roberts, who absolutely nailed this when he wrote that for somebody to receive affirmative action because of their race, somebody else has to be discriminated against on the basis of their race. Folks, that is an absolute mathematical reality, a reality so simple. It seems obvious, but it wasn't for a whole lot of decades. But that's over now. That couldn't come at a more desperately needed time when almost every day in my show prep file, I almost always have an example of a graduation at a college, a class offered, which excludes somebody on the basis of their race. I've got one today. Syracuse University Assistant Professor of Political Science, Jen Jackson, is offering a writing workshop to students this summer, but you can't participate if you're white and only if you honor trans people. We've seen course after course after course like this. Heck, they're even having graduations now that you can't attend if you're white. All LGBTQ graduations, all black graduations, It's even all Asian graduations. Folks, what they're doing here, what they've been doing here is working towards systematically institutionalizing the idea that we are going to hate and discriminate against you actively if your skin is white, most particularly if it's on a male body. The Supreme Court just delivered a massive chop block to that um, effort, and I couldn't be happier about it because a lot of that effort was coming out of our colleges and universities. Insane thing number four. After a week of more than two dozen stories with instances of the FBI, the IRS, the DOJ, 
um, and various DOJ prosecutors actively burying, hiding, ignoring evidence of the Biden's family crimes in order to assist them actively in getting away with them or just outright warning Joe and Hunter via their attorneys um, to hide evidence of those crimes. Hey, there's going to be a raid in search of uh, Hunter's blah, blah, blah. So he should go ahead and yeah, go ahead, clean that out. I mean, it's shocking the extent to which the FBI went um, and the DOJ went to, to, to protect Joe and Hunter from their crimes, including running out the statute of limitations after seven straight days of those shocking stories. Yeah, guess what broke today? The DOJ, it seems, has found somebody they want to charge. It's Trump. Special Prosecutor Jack Smith is envisioning 45 additional criminal charges for Donald Trump in the classified document case. That's on top of the 37 already filed uh, in federal court in Miami, especially if it's being reported. uh, Trump-friendly judge Eileen Cannon looks to thwart the case. Why is she Trump-friendly? Well, that's kind of a lie. Actually, she's supposedly Trump friendly because she was appointed by Trump, who has in so many of his appointments really didn't do his background research before he appointed her. Want to know who Eileen Cannon wrote a donation check to? I'll give you a hint. It wasn't Trump. No, it was Hillary. He appointed her to the bench anyway. So the idea that she's somehow going to be on his side. Folks, why do Democrats never make mistakes like this? Think some Democrats ever going to appoint a federal judge that donated to Trump? Oh, hell no. How does Trump keep doing this? I don't know. But just in case she has some small bit of gratitude left for Trump's appointment and somehow helps him out by not participating in the lawfare conducted by the deep state, well, they got 45 additional charges ready to go that they're now seeing they will file elsewhere outside of Florida uh, where they know they can get a Democrat majority Uh, anti-Trump jury so that it won't matter what the facts of the case are. New Jersey is allegedly the state being eyed. Folks, do you know what this is? This is a slow motion, deep state coup and an utter constitutional crisis. In case you've lost count, that would bring to five the number of cases we can expect to be filed against Trump and actively proceeding by election day. There's already the one in New York that's 37 felony charges. The one down in Miami, I just mentioned this one, which will likely be in New Jersey. Another one that's coming in D.C. regarding January 6th and state election interference charges in a blue county in Georgia. Again, folks, I've told you before, it does not matter what the details of these cases are. The only thing that matters is the partisan makeup of the jury. And there's some denial about this on our side. There still seems to be this sort of larger-than-life, almost religious belief that Trump can somehow wiggle out of this like Houdini out of the chest underwater wrapped in chains, that he'll somehow beat it all and come through on Election Day uh, to lead the charge and win again. I see this all the time. And, folks, i got to tell you something. It'll be a miracle if Trump's not in prison by Election Day. That's devastating, It's upsetting. It hurts my heart. But it is also the reality that is coming. It's going to shock the conscience of the United States of America, at least the half who get real news. Anyway, and in case you had any doubt this was the plan, well, former chief goon and total thug, and I'll tell you why that is in a minute, 
James Comey, head of the FBI, made it clear a couple weeks ago what the plan is. You can nominate Trump all you want, but by nominating day at the GOP convention, Trump will be wearing an ankle bracelet. This crazy world that Donald Trump has dragged this country into, but he could be wearing an ankle bracelet while accepting the nomination at the Republican convention. Insane thing number three this week comes to us from Representative James Comer, the Republican in the House leading the investigation of the Biden crime family and the FBI, DOJ and IRS's role in covering up their crimes. Comer dropped this bombshell on Fox News that Bill Barr was lied to. Remember, Bill Barr was appointed by Trump to be his attorney general. Another disastrous Trump pick it would turn out. I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, But the FBI lied to Bill Barr about Hunter Biden's laptop, which we learned this week. This is also insane thing, number three, that the FBI had actually authenticated back in 2019. That's stunning. Because in 2019, Joe Biden was on the verge of losing and dropping out of the presidential election. To go after Hunter and Joe for the crimes documented therein wouldn't have had any effect of any kind on the election. We would have just been talking about President Klobuchar, Buttigieg. Um, And they would have probably made better candidates, too. But for some reason, for the FBI, Joe and Hunter had to be protected. Somebody at least asked Comer about that on Fox News this week. The problem is is that William Barr was attorney general when that laptop was authenticated Mm -hmm. by the FBI. Mm -hmm. Did Bill Barr know that? Did Donald Trump know that? Bill Barr was told that the laptop was Russian disinformation. Even though we know the FBI knew... So they lied to Bill Barr? They lied to Bill Barr. Did Christopher Wray lie to Bill Barr? I don't know that, but I know that Bill Barr was told the, the laptop was Russian disinformation. Bill Barr relied on the FBI... To tell him, look, when, when they got this bribery form, this is all Russian disinformation. But we know in October they, they authenticated it. Right. So real quick. Here's the problem with what Comer just said there. Under Section 1001 of Title 18 of the United States Code, it is a federal crime, a felony to lie, willfully make a materially false, fictitious or fraudulent statement in any matter within the ju- jurisdiction of the judicial branch of the United States. In other words, it's a crime for the FBI to lie to the head prosecutor of the United States of America. Um, And in recent years, you've actually seen quite a few Trump associates uh, either investigated or prosecuted uh, for this kind of lying, including most famously Michael Flynn, um, who the FBI actually lied about lying to the FBI, which is also a crime under this statute. So it looks like the FBI did that. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) Um, Bill Barr, by the end of his term, would have known they lied, that this was not Russian disinformation. Why did Barr let them skate with what is clearly a crime? When did he learn that the FBI had committed a felony by lying to him about the laptop being Russia collusion? And why did he take no action? He should be hauled in immediately and put under oath.
if they know this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But then, in the same interview with Comer, Ainsley Earhart asked the question, I've been dying for somebody to finally ask Comer or Grassley or anyone investigating the Biden crime family. And the very extensive, if you want to know about it, cover up by the FBI. We've documented this week on the Battleground podcast and last week, too. Um, I've been waiting for somebody to ask this very question. Who's responsible for this? Why does this family get a pass? Why are they able to get away with all of this? A lot of the whistleblowers have said the same thing. When I said, how do you justify this? How does the FBI justify this? How does the DOJ justify this? And they said, because they believe in their heart, the alternative is worse. They hate Donald Trump. They don't want to see Donald Trump come back in office. Joe Biden, in their in their mind, right. was a better deal than than Donald Trump. And they have gone in well, so they deep say uncovering this stuff. They they're not going to stop. Then they could have found a different candidate. Yeah. But what's, what's problem, the problem is. Wait, 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 wait. That's it. That's the question. Pull that thread and you'll get all the answers you need. Why did the FBI um, go out of its way, commit crimes, as I've just documented here, to cover up the, the crimes? And by the way, they also committed the crime of obstruction here, too. That's also a felony. Um, that was committed by IRS agents, FBI agents, and folks at the very top of the DOJ. Why, 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 why do this to protect Joe Biden when at the time they were doing it, um, there were plenty of viable and quite frankly better Democrat candidates than Joe Biden. I, I guarantee you a Buddha judge or a Klobuchar would have been better than Biden hiding in his basement, but it had to be Joe. Longtime listeners to this podcast know why. Because they had to protect Hunter. Because Hunter wasn't just the bag man for his dad or Obama and the Democrat Party, although he was all those things. He was an international bioweapons arms dealer, the one running around the globe making the Wuhan deals, the Ukrainian weapons labs de- deals, all of those possible. And the fact that the Democrat Party, in partnership with the Pentagon uh, and help from the FBI and CIA has been running this bioweapons program for a while. That's why these guys had to be protected. We're going to find all this out eventually. But listen again to how Comer doesn't answer the question. I mean, this is a hardcore Republican who's done more than anybody to uncover the criminality of these agencies um, and how they protected Biden. And he doesn't answer. I know Comer has a theory on this. But he won't speak it. Why? Because it leads to the unspeakable about this country. How we created COVID in partnership with the Chinese Communist Party's People's Liberation Army's bioweapons program. And the role that Hunter and also John Kerry's stepson, ultimately the Democrat Party, played in that. And the Pentagon. You can't go much further down this road without running into one horrific brick wall. But listen to Comer. He doesn't answer. They have gone in well, so they deep say uncovering this stuff. They they're not going to stop. Then they could have found a different candidate. Yeah. But what's, what's problem, the problem is. There it is. 
That's the most important question of all. Even Comer won't answer it. And whatever the answer is, remember this. The FBI was so terrified you would find it out that they secretly set up an 80-agent censorship squad um, specifically to censor evidence of Hunter's crimes, most specifically that the laptop was his, because if it's, if it's his, then the crimes on it are too. 80 agents full-time censored you in the last election. Why? Why are they so terrified? The, folks, that is the extent they went to, which leads us to insane thing number two. We know about the 80 FBI agent strong censorship nerve center. They called themselves the um, belly button uh, because of the Twitter files. The FBI would receive all the censorship requests uh, from the rest of the illegal wannabe dip- dictators in the federal government and censor um, you as they went, including uh, requests from the DNC. RNC didn't get to censor you, just the DNC. That's the Democrat National Committee and the Pentagon and the CIA. Well, there's been a lot of heat on the FBI uh, for that illegal censorship effort. And now it looks like they're shifting that responsibility for censorship to the CIA. Makes sense, given the heat on the FBI right now. You might have missed the official announcement made by Meta, i.e. Facebook this week, that you're official censor for the 2024 election. That's if you're a right winger saying inappropriate things will be a former CIA agent, a 17-year veteran of the force. His name is Aaron Berman. Gotta get to know the guy. Read his LinkedIn profile since he'll be censoring you when you say true things during this election on Facebook. The real horror here is that Aaron Berman is actually being promoted at Meta. Yeah, he held a senior position on Facebook's misinformation team during the 2020 election and did such a great job censoring people who were telling the truth mainly about COVID and the Hunter Biden laptop that he's been promoted. Think about this for a minute. When the head of the company, Mark Zuckerberg's, had to come out and admit they screwed up in censoring the Hunter Biden laptop story, and they screwed up in a lot of their COVID censorship because it turned out to be true, and then he promotes the guy who did it from the CIA? What does that tell you? They're not changing their stripes at all. You know, the real difference here is that they hid this censorship enterprise in the 2020 election. They're not even hiding it now. Or the fact that the deep state is leading this censorship effort as part of their overall slow motion coup that I mentioned earlier on the on the podcast today. And here's the thing. This is how the CIA works. This is the CIA's worked like this since before the Cold War. When when people leave the CIA before retirement and go out into the private sector, they're always still CIA. Many of them are requested to leave so they can then be sent out to do other things on behalf of the CIA, but with official deniability. Guarantee to you that's exactly who Aaron Berman is. And the number one most insane thing this week, when it is okay to show your naked penis to children. Now, in Canada, the U.S., and New York, it is illegal to show your naked penis on a street to children. Unless, apparently, as we learned this week, you are marching in a pride parade, preferably one sponsored by Bud Light. The week kicked off with a gay pride parade marching through New York City with uh, folks involved in it flashing their breasts and their penises while chanting that they're here and they're coming for your children. 
Here's what that sounded like. You're probably glad this is audio, so you don't have to see the naked people. By the way, children were in the audience. Now, I checked, and it's still illegal to be naked in public in New York. It's also illegal to be naked in public in Toronto, where Bud Light sponsored a gay pride parade, again, attended by children. And right after the Bud Light float, couldn't have been more perfectly timed, there were nude gay men fully flashing their penises at children. Is that illegal in Toronto? Yup just as illegal as it is in New York. So this enterprising citizen called up the Toronto Police Department and asked if it was a crime. The officer he was connected with assured him it was, in fact, a crime to be naked, especially naked around children in public. Then he asked, well, but I saw it at a pride parade, to which the officer told him it would be okay. This is the new dual justice, double standard of the Western world. I'll let you hear how that phone call went. He posted it to Twitter. I'll play the most relevant part, the one after the officer assured him that being naked in public was most certainly illegal. Then Lassie went on to explain, you're in a pride parade. Yesterday I seen um, a bunch of people naked in front of children and police officers, you know, seeing men with their penis out in front of kids. And I'm just wondering if that's acceptable. Was that part of, was that part of the pride you mean? Was that yeah, on the weekend? Yeah, it was at the pride parade. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's always the issue then each year. Yeah. Is that what's the issue with that? Sorry. Well, I mean that happens every year. Oh, so like it's kind of like it's okay for when it's at the pride parade, but not in other situations, obviously. Exactly. I would I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time. So there you have it: the new dual justice standard for. Penis flashing in the Western world. Just thought I'd add that in case you were going to be in a, I don't know, for the July parade this weekend and thought you might like to flash your penis. So just so you know, if it's a 4th of July parade, they'll probably arrest you. Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 